And we are back with another episode of She Well Read in our season two. Man, I really want to find a new way to start. But anywho, in the meantime, we're here. <laughs> We've arrived. <laughs> welcome. Welcome in, guys. Welcome all. Welcome new. If you're new, I'm Alana. I'm Samra. And yeah. So, Sam's, what you been doing? Well, I mean, I've been working, working nine to five. Um, did you see that Dolly Parton? Yes, I was just came about out with that. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say it if you didn't. Five to nine, five to nine. I was like, that's such a perfect spin on you know, nine to five, this- <laughs> right? <laughs> the way she did that, it's like when <laughs> people on Twitter were like, <laughs> you know, exactly what I'm about to say. Beyonce and not to call Beyonce out because I love her so much is really more what Twitter was saying. They were really losing their minds over her um, Ivy Park to Icy Park switch up and the fact that she put Gucci Mane in her uh, campaign ad. Oh, I didn't even see that actually. Yeah, the ice, the I, the most icy. <laughs> oh, that's such great like marketing on her part. But also, I was just weak when she did that and I saw your tweet and you were like, this is not innovative. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't know why I felt heated about that and had to shout it into the void, but... It was funny. I really, I I really felt passionately. (laughs) I was like, damn, who hurt you today? (laughs) Apparently Black Twitter. Apparently Beyonce, it sounds like. I mean, yeah, I don't know. She do always be asking for our money. She do, and I've yet to give it to her, surprisingly. Oh, you haven't even gotten your Telfar back. Let's let's just not talk about it. I'm- That, um, that, that happened this week. It did. I'm still healing from that. Baby, yeah, they had you with your hopes up in cart you were like were you about to like go to checkout or what happened no i had finished checking out and i pressed pay now pay now like like to complete the order yes oof and that's when it like it didn't process no that's when it told me your the item in your cart is out of stock oh my god was this before 8 a.m at this point yeah this was at 803 in the morning oh damn that's heartbreaking lana on a monday Ooh. have you had a decent week besides that like or did it kind of taint your or start the week off to a bad start i mean it definitely that was a crappy way to start the week but it hasn't been uh, t- that terrible of a week, actually. Um, okay. We love not that terrible. <laughs> right, we do. The sun's been out a little bit more, so that's been great for my mental health. And I've gotten back on my exercise game, so that's really good. And also, again, great for my mental health. We're here for all the self-care you're doing, Lana. Yeah, I mean, you got to, honestly. <laughs> in this type of panoramic, in this part, in this perpendicular right here, we need our mental health to be on point. Right. Period. Because every day is a new traumatic event. Literally, literally every day, it's something new. Like I watch CNN when I get up in the morning now, 
Yeah. Like, I've reached that point of adulthood. Shit, that's, um, I don't know, that's heavy. It is, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what happened today? Or, like, what's no. happening? Uh, that's me on God. Like, I have so many, I, <laughs> this week I subscribed to, like, probably 10 different podcasts and they were all different news podcasts and lifestyle for the culture podcast i don't know apple has the all these little sections and i think i went down a little rabbit hole and you know i mean i do listen to the same couple so it could be good but maybe maybe just maybe i went a little overboard no, I think that's really good. Like, I pretty much listen to the same podcast over and over again. I definitely need to venture out more. But Yeah, it's been on my mind for a while, but... Yeah, and I also... I, I want to, like, I need to find podcasts about, like, stocks and buying your first house and Ooh, stuff like, like finance. That. Yeah. Finance. Yeah, they have... I feel like there are so many podcasts geared towards the financial, like millennial financial tips, guides and things. Probably. I need like the fi- I need like the newsworthy in finance format. So middle like daily miniature finance news type thing or like finance, not even news, but tips. Okay. Maybe some okay. news, but mostly tips. I think that there's definitely going to be a wave of young investors who are interested in that type of thing right now because of obviously like what's going on in the world. I mean, not in the world, in the U.S. I mean, in the world, Reddit, in the stock Reddit, market. Reddit. Reddit. On Reddit. <laughs> yeah, period. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that the whole GameStop blowing up, the power of the people. I think that a lot of it, the hype is in the stock market right now. Yeah, and like luckily my dad's pretty diverse in the stock, in the or I should say knowledgeable in the stock market. So he's taught me a lot, and it's been really helpful. And I've started following different stock. Like I've been doing so much adulting re- recently that I'm like, who am I? Like, what is this? Oof, does it feel good though? It feels good, but it's also like I need outside to open back up again so then I can go to the bar afterwards. Yeah, like if you're going to have to do adult things, at least like let let me drink about it. <laughs> right, right. Because all adult things are not things you want to do or good. Yeah, like today I did the most adult shit ever. I got off work and went to the grocery store to pick up the last like missing piece of the ingredients that I needed for dinner I'm assuming for for dinner which I'm going to cook after we record this like it just never ends you know what I mean yeah I mean it really doesn't though it's like constant especially in quarantine things are starting to feel like monotonous like oh like this it's like this living the same day over and over again which is why I'm glad I've been advancing in work because now like I have a lot more stuff to do like I constantly have like I can be like oh I could be doing this or oh I could be doing this during the day it's not the same thing over and over again and so that's nice but yeah I'm ready to go back outside I know I feel like we just have to hold it down for a couple more months and you know I don't know At, at that point hopefully we'll get vaccinated 
Right, right. Um, but that's not, this is not what y'all are here for today. Y'all are here to he- listen to us talk about chapter five of More Than Enough. Yeah, we're here for a little a little book club action. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, Samra, you already know what to do. Okay, let's go. Um, the quote at the beginning of chapter five, Rider Die Syndrome, is... When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Maya Angelou, via Oprah, via De- Deborah Welteroth, my mom. Um, so we love it's Deborah. Been, been quoted by all the the greatest of all times. Right, but you know, the, I like this. I mean, this is like the same version that you usually hear. But there's one thing that's different than the version that versions that I usually hear is when someone believes you the when someone shows you who they are believe them the first time and a lot of times it's like it just says oh believe them but it never specified uh-huh. that it's one of, I don't know it just like I was like ooh the first time like we're getting specific I didn't even catch that well yeah and when we read on right like, when we read on exactly why she says the first time the first one um, because we get into her first love story, and oof, and I mean, with the title being "Ride or Die Syndrome," I mean, we know what kind of story we're about to read. Well, the funny thing is, I think I'm still on the friendship high from last season. But when I read "Ride or Die," I thought like a friend or like a confidant ride or die I didn't think about a significant other ride or die that's not where my head went to until I started reading Um, the chapter you know totally understand that and you know if you haven't listened to the first season go check it out shameless plug (laughs) we love the first season friendship rider I mean it was about ride or die friendship kind of I feel like it was about like all friendship but yes ride or die was definitely in there definitely but she even the way she starts this out which she's 14 when she starts this out she's ready for love and everything that comes with it people are walking around holding hands uh she wanted to understand what the love songs and the rom-coms were all talking about which is like yes 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 can remember can relate and then specifically i highlighted when she said most of all i was ready to get chose quote-unquote get chose Yes, I highlighted that too because, I mean, please, please say say your um, say what's on your mind about it. But it definitely like I guess red flags went off in both of our heads. Yeah, because I feel like there's been so many times where I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm ready for a boyfriend. I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And it's almost like to the point I'm too ready that I have to like check myself and be like, okay, yes. Are you, but are you physically, mentally, all of the things ready and not just, you know, oh, I want this. Yes. Like where's your head at? truly yeah definitely i feel the same way sometimes and i go back and forth and sometimes it just depends on the day but i think that i still don't trust myself almost because i haven't seen myself make good decisions in relationships i haven't seen myself do a relationship right so 
I'm scared that I won't be able to do it the next time. So I'm like, I don't even want to go there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And, you know, sometimes I get down about it because, you know, I think like, oh, I'm 24 at this point. I've still never truly been in a relationship. And part of it was, you know, I wasn't ready. I was focused, like, I had a lot of other things going on. I have a lot of different priorities that came above that. And it was it was always, like, a, if it happened, great. But if not, like, it's not the end of the world. Right. Because you were involved in school, like, act, like dance, like, every other extracurricular under the sun. Right. And, like, I had goals that I wanted to reach. And I just did I didn't want any distractions whatsoever. And then also I feel like you moved across the country between high school and college you know what i mean so that's a a whole nother you kind of left your your general surrounding right and was starting over your comfort zone right literally started over yeah and then in college it's like you meet people in college and either it goes really well or doesn't go anywhere and i'm not and i'm not with the whole like talking culture in the sense that i don't want to be quote-unquote talking to you for months on end and then it leads to nothing but most of the time that's what ended up happening and i was always the one who had to be like all right like what are we doing here like what do you want what's happening like yeah you're cool we can know each other like we buy whatever yeah whatever. yeah but but what but what is this and at a certain point you gotta tell me like, are we moving forward or do you want more or not you know <laughs> right and like sometimes it's, they didn't want any more than that they weren't ready for commitment they weren't in the right space themselves to do it but you know the ones who were, were like you know i'm not really in that place right now I respect that. Like, tell me up front, from the jump, what you want. Yeah. I love a man who's straightforward. Please, please do not waste my time. <laughs> yes. We love communication and a man that can... I feel like if you're insightful, I feel like that shows self-awareness. That you mm-hmm. can you can be like, okay, I am starting to develop feelings for you. And I think we need to, you know, something needs to change the way that we view this relationship. Right. And so for me, it's like, you know, sometimes I would get in those points of like, oh my gosh, like it has to be me. Like, I'm just too picky. There's something wrong with me. But then there's nothing wrong. Right. But you already know that. Right. And it, but it was just like some moments where I was like, gosh, well, I mean, the only common denominator is me. But then it took some self-reflection to realize like, no, sis, like, yeah, you, of course, we all have areas that we can improve upon, but like, it's not all you. Yes, that's a beautiful way to put it. Like, of course, we should be growing and like you saying it's not, it's not you, but at the same time, like recognizing that we can grow still is great love to see it but yeah no i feel like there's so many i mean assholes in college because i mean hookup culture is just really prevalent i think um on campus and you know everybody's just friends with benefits i feel like and so you never end up you can like be hooking up with or be talking to guys and like, you know, never be in a relationship, you know, and have nothing to show for it at the end of the day. So totally get that. And like, I don't know. Yeah, but no, that's exactly it. Like talk to a bunch of guys, but have zero to show for it. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, and I I know like my cousin feels the same way and like she'll talk to me and sometimes be like I'll settle for things that I shouldn't because I feel like I don't know, like I want to be in this relationship so bad. Like I want it more than and I want to respect myself in that moment. Mm, yeah, and that and that right there it's like it's good she's recognizing that and because it's it's something I refuse to do. I refuse to let myself get to that point. And that's why and I'm that's very something I admire the the freak out of you for <laughs> Yeah, like it's just it's something like that's why I'm very vocal like when I talk to my friends about what's going on so like y'all can pick up these red flags because if I don't tell you, how are you going to know? Or like how is no. and it's also it's also not your job but also like it doesn't hurt to have that kind of help in some people in your corner yeah and i think that we it's like so natural to hide things from people that care about you when your significant other is doing something that you know that you want to agree with and I know that I did that in my last relationship and didn't even really recognize it until I was out of the relationship yeah. and was truthful about everything I had been through. Right, because it's like, on one hand, yeah, you could hide it, but if you have to hide it, like, is it good? Like, is it worth hiding? And then, you know, they have the other foot where it's like, you know, you did it, you learn from it, you're growing from it, and you won't do it again. So it's kind of like you have to like weigh out the options. It's like hide it and make it seem like everything's fine and everything's okay. Or like be open and honest so that, you know, you can get the best because we all deserve the best at the end of the day. That's so true. You know, I mean, on the one hand, it's like respecting someone's privacy, but then like things are being done to you. And at a certain point, it's like you do need to be vocal about that. Right, because you're right, there is a border about, you know, respecting someone's privacy in their relationship, but, like, then there's the other side of, like, oh, hey, like, this is happening, like, I need to, I need some advice. Like, your friends, especially for me, like, <laughs> my, I need my friends to call me out when there's red flags, because even in my own personal life, like, I was about to do this nude photo shoot with this man, and I talked to Autumn and Kenzie about it, and they were both, like, either bring someone or just don't do it and I was like you know what y'all are so right and I didn't do it and I you know <laughs> told him I didn't feel comfortable doing it anymore and had a change of heart but these are things that sometimes I am like just such a trusting person mm -hmm. and when I don't when I don't vocalize things to someone else, like have a sounding board and I'm not, if I wasn't going to therapy at the time, whatever, whatever. But that's why like, I don't trust myself. You know what I mean? In the future, hopefully I'll be able to pick up on it because I have learned from my past relationship. Yeah, and I definitely seen that growth in you. Like now, like you said, you're not all the way there yet. But we're right <laughs> because I didn't know about this incident, but I'm glad you told somebody. <laughs> I see, like, I just don't be telling people things sometimes. And no, know, and it's it not like, and it's not ass. like, a, it's not like I'm being like, Sarah, you should have told me about that. Cause it's like, no, <laughs> you got it, you got it taken care of. You talk to other friends about that, and that's okay. Like, that's what that's the greatness <laughs> of having multiple friends. <laughs> okay right that's so true 
Looking for an age-appropriate gift for a teen or tween that incorporates reading with beauty? Beauty in a Book Box is a quarterly subscription box company for tweens, teens, and adults. Each box is professionally curated by an educator, nurse, and cosmetologist. All boxes include accessories and beauty products. Established in 2019, their purpose is to align literacy and personal care. Beauty items can range from makeup, skincare, to hair products. They offer book options for the teen and adult box. One-time gift options can also be found on their website. Use our code BAABB16 for 10% off your first box. So going past that, she taught she's like enter first love. Like that's who she names her first love. We don't know his actual name. He's just first love. Yes. And, yeah. It's very it's a very first love type of story. Yes, very first love type of story. It actually reminded me of my first love now that I look back at it, lust story. Um, oh wow, the difference. Key. Right. Right. Uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I remember clear as day I was in middle school and we're gonna name him E and okay let's go E E it was like the first time I ever met him I was like oh my gosh like that's it that's the one <laughs> Ooh, okay E he's and, got it yeah but I never really told so I had like my first like my first initial group of friends who, who like we went to elementary school together and came to middle school together okay grew they, up. right and they knew about e and <laughs> then i had my new friends once i got to middle school who were more the friends that i in that moment during those times i was like oh they're really cool they're really popular like i want to hang out with them you know i want to associate myself with them and you know be with the cool crowd right and they were good people for the most part but then i remember we had a sleepover and i told them we were all talking about who we like you know things you do at sleepovers in middle school of course and i told them about e because <laughs> because at first uh we at first, I would tell people, they're like, oh, gosh, Alana, who do you like? And I'd be like, Casper. Like, so stupid. Like, because I didn't want to say. I was just being funny. Who's Casper? Like, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said he's not here. <laughs> he's not existent. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so... We, one of my friends, she's so, she's so funny. She's so cool. <laughs> she made up this song and she was like, she likes whoever. And then she likes whoever. And I like whoever. And Alana likes everyone, including Casper. <laughs> like that was. I'm so done. Like, I still remember that song. Because the way you remember. <laughs> I mean, you do have a good memory, but that. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> and it's not, it's not like the most catchy dude either. <laughs> like, no offense to your friend. No, it was like, you know, like the song that I just made for you while I was waiting for you to come record. It's just yes. like one of those like small, stupid things that like, you know, just get stuck in your head and you just like, you remember, obviously. I yeah, remember. you're just filling space. Right. And so, because then it became a running joke. 
like and you okay. would only set you would only sing like the end of the song because like you know obviously everybody else had like insert name here my part was the only one where it was like you know it's not actually anybody so it was always like Alana likes everyone including Casper I can see that popping off in middle is that middle school yeah definitely yeah <laughs> Bro. middle so- schoolers are so <laughs> so cringy yeah. Okay, so, you know, we made up that song. And then I finally actually told them who it was. I was just about to ask, did you ever tell them? Yes, you did. I did. And they were like, oh my gosh, like, da 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 da. Because they were like all really good friends with him. And they were like, oh my gosh, we have to set this up, da da da, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. y'all, but like, be cool about it. Like, da 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 da, because I was nervous. And- yeah. <laughs> And maybe a week or a month later, I had a class with one of the friends who was at the sleepover and she, we were talking and she like told me she had something to tell me and she sent me a note. We were like sending notes or whatever, TBT. And then she like whispered to me, she was, she was like, I like E. (gasps) No. Yes. I was, I was like, I was like, does she not remember? And I was like, oh, okay. Or it was either she told me that she liked him or he liked her or both. One of the two. Okay. I don't remember exactly, but I remember like this moment feeling like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's because it's shady. It's just all around shady. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, they start dating. Oh, no. Are y'all still friends? Yeah. Like, we're friends. We don't really talk that much anymore, but like, obviously, this is like middle school drama. I would have had to catch her in the hall. (laughs) No, literally, all like my friends. (laughs) All my friends were like, do we need to... <laughs> right, an intervention. That's right. so... That's a mean girl type thing. Right. He just stole your man. Basically, that was that was the original stealer man. <laughs> Honestly. And so they started dating. And there was like a lot of drama in middle school when they dated. It was like on and off. And it was like this whole thing. But like... I never stopped liking him. Like I, I always liked him. And then yeah. I remember there was one time they had stopped dating, and mm-hmm. I was. I remember. I remember it vividly. I was in the car with my mom. We were driving to McDonald's. I'm pretty sure. And I got a text from this number, and I was like, "Who is this?" And I looked, and it was like, "Hey, it's E." And I was like, "Oh my oh, god!" Shit. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like freaking out. Wait, wait, I'm going to McDonald's. I wasn't ready. (laughs) I just wanted my medium fry. (laughs) Period. And a McFlurry if the ice cream machine was working. Mm, Doubtful. (laughs) I highly doubt it. It probably wasn't. But anywho. Um, so we started talking and and it like we it was like regular conversation and it didn't lead anywhere. But y'all were talking. Not like talking like today's age talking. We were oh, literally okay. talking like con- like having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Middle school be so weird, right? That's so weird, and it was just so out of the blue, and like it never ended up like, hey, so I found out you liked me or something, or like, hey, like nothing, and like it just it just ended, and we never really 
talked after that per se Um, yeah so yeah that was my first lust story I want to call it lust because I was not in love with this man like I thought I was in middle school okay okay I like that you're differentiating um I'm trying to I don't know I was really looking back at my first high school boyfriend um which was my I guess first love we said I love you to each other even though I really don't remember the specifics of it um to be honest you know how bad my memory is but it's actually like so upsetting I think that I was I'm wondering if the trauma has like or like anxiety like has blocked off some of my memory but that was like my first I guess my first love I don't know it was really we were friends first Mm -hmm. and I guess we'll call this man we'll call him T we were friends first and I feel like you know that is usually how things start. Technically, how it goes, yeah. And we started, like, you know, you know, hanging out, texting a lot, hanging out. And I think that we went to a dance together first. And T was very romantic, very artsy type. And I feel like really did a good job of making me feel special and beautiful and loved Mm -hmm. and I don't think that we were in love and I don't know like I'm looking back and I'm like why are we saying I love you to each other because I don't think that we were I think but I think that's normal like we don't know what love is until we get older I feel like we say it because you know we're having these feelings and we feel like it's love like just how I I used to think E was my first love but like when I I got older I was like no I was just in lust with him you realize okay fair enough I guess yeah I guess at that time like it was the closest thing I had felt to love so you know yeah i'm not gonna demean it and it's sad to me that i don't remember like that feeling of what i was feeling in that moment you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i guess you just don't know it's the good old days but it's making me want to journal more because my memory is so bad like at least i can have it written down yeah because it would be cool Mm -hmm. but anyway i mean it was um high school love and i feel like i don't know that i because if we read on in this chapter, the way that they treated each other, her and her first love, mm-hmm. they were very um, expressive with their love, like doing surprises. Like he, for her 16th birthday, brought her, like surprised her in choir class in front of everyone mm-hmm. with a cake and had people singing to her and just very extravagant almost like she I feel like they had a case of the main character syndrome and really ran <laughs> with it which I think is awesome and like live while you're young but it was a little more like I'm thinking about it and he did things like southern gentlemen like opened the door for me like paid for our our meals and i feel like i didn't really you know looking back like 
I don't feel like it was a 50-50 split of like who was going in on the relationship, which is a habit I think that I have (laughs) of being detached in a relationship and like being the one that feels less. Like I have, oof, you hate to see it. But you know, friend, like not to like put this on you or anything or like therapist you or anything, but I feel like that's a symptom of trauma. Like you, yeah, like you detach your situation, you you detach yourself from situations like that that remind you of a time when you craved it from someone and you didn't get it, and like it was someone who you Ooh. really cared about and needed it from and probably should have been giving it to you. Oh my god, that's so deep. Yeah, and so like now going forward with anyone who's like doing the most for you, you're like kind of hesitant almost. Yeah, with my heart. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, because when I love, I really go all in and, you know, <laughs> you know me, Lana. Yeah, no, sh- for sure. Like, and I'm I have a way. lot of feelings and I'm sensitive. So, yeah, I do be guarding my heart. But anyway, but just, just, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, yeah. Speaking about it, though, I just had a, I guess, a breakthrough, you might call it. I was supposed to have therapy today or I was supposed to have therapy yesterday. I got rescheduled to tomorrow, so... To be you know, I will be talking about this in therapy. <laughs> yeah, to be continued. <laughs> Let us know what um, happens. Yeah, if, honestly. If you feel comfortable. If you feel comfortable. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, thinking back to my next relationship, I feel like I was not like I was accused of not giving enough in that relationship. So I'm just noticing a trend. That's all that like that's why I just have that breakthrough. Um, yeah. No, I mean I feel like that but this is this is what we talk about all the time like realizing patterns, recognizing them and then doing something about it. Cuz it's one thing to recognize it, it's another thing to put action towards like either changing for the good or like, you know, do what you need to do basically. Right. Yeah. I guess until I see it actualized and I see myself, I don't know, achieving Mm -hmm. a successful relationship, I feel like I won't fully trust myself, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. And so back to Elaine's story, you know, she's talking about first love. It's like, she's the most beautiful boy she'd ever seen. She was in middle school. She was in the seventh grade. So I was like, can relate. Like, this is when I met my first lust. Um, and she goes into describing how he looked and then, you know, they talk and, you know, they start dating and then her mom was very unimpressed. And I, I put in this note, I was like, mama on point with the advice per usual because she tells her, baby girl, a woman should never compete for space in the mirror with her man. And I was like, Period. Yeah, and I can think of a few men who need to like <laughs> heed, take take Elaine's mother's wisdom um, and apply it to their own relationships because, you know, we grow up in this time where we're all, we're like our own PR, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, with social media and us thinking we're influencers and you know, thinking of social media is our brand and everything is all about social media. And I feel like more and more so we're always our society or our generation is like 
obsessed with ourselves or yeah you know what i mean like the um, built-in ego almost yes a hundred percent and i i guess it's i feel like it's probably more common now to like see these i mean i don't know not to say elaine's mom's wisdom is like the black and white it has to be like this because if you want your man in the spotlight and you're cool with that i mean go off you know but right in this scenario this ain't her it. man her man was right he was not not it not it not it <laughs> Um, no, but that get chose, I know we kind of like moved past this topic, but like the get chose to me when she was like wanting to get chose by him, because I don't know if you mentioned this, but she liked him for like three years and they didn't start dating till her freshman year or maybe two years, something like that. Yeah. But she started liking him in middle school and I think she started dating him her freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of time where she was kind of in this, like she wanted to be chosen and she wanted to feel like you said, which what, what she was singing about. And you know how we would sing all of these really raunchy songs and like, or even like love songs and love songs. Like yeah, I remember like, like being in the car with my mom, like belting love by Keisha Cole. And it was like, I knew nothing about love, but like I felt this woman's pain. <laughs> The things that we would sing in our mom's car, it was really off the wall. <laughs> right. I'm in me mom's car. Mom's car. <laughs> it really was like vroom, vroom. <laughs> and Susie would be like, you sound so good. And I would be singing like, don't trust a hoe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like random, really terrible things looking back and... <laughs> right yeah like we would i mean it makes you want and the things that you see in movie i mean i mean our culture is so like captivated with love you know as it should love like keeps the world turning right right um but it really is like a culture that is obsessed with love and all things sexual and so i think that we grow up fantasizing like about when we're going to get married, obviously. And, you know, our perfect man and what characteristics does he have? And, like, it makes me think about, like, even games we would play as kids, like MASH. Like, oh, where are you my gosh. What's your husband going to do for a living? Or maybe it was what you were going to do. I hope it wasn't what's your husband going to do. I don't think it was. I don't think <laughs> that would have been... Yeah, that would be really bad. We, I think we were a little more progressive than that, even <laughs> back then. Um, but yeah, just, it makes me think about that and how it has kind of transformed into the pick me of our society today. Like the pick me women who, I don't know if y'all know anything about them. I feel like that's on Twitter. Maybe it's on different platforms also. I think it's a TikTok like, thing because Amaya definitely talks about it. Okay, a TikTok thing, too. I feel like there are a lot of pick-me's on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's just that's just me. That's me. That's just me being, um, just me guessing. That was just a guess. No, <laughs> that was just a guess. But, like, the whole idea of I can cook, I can clean, I have this perfect house, and, like, 
I have a salary job and just getting all your affairs in order in order to blast to the public that you are more desirable than other women because of this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. And like, it shouldn't be that way, obviously. It should be like a come as you are type thing. Like, love me for me just as, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. do I need an LLC in order to be lovable all of a sudden? What the? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I totally get what you're saying. That's, it's so true. But yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of natural in this male dom, like, What's the word I'm looking for? Male-dominated society? I was going with that, but like, I don't, the male gaze, just in general, I guess is obviously why pick-me's are so prevalent. Yeah. In today, like literally women used to just be objects of marriage and like, you know, it was just a trading type of thing. And (laughs) we were considered property at one point so i i feel like it all stems from history and there's so many years of oppression that we're still fighting today yes yeah. but because you just you i think at one point you were like you know you have to show that you can cook and clean and i and immediately went off in my head i was like i don't cook i don't clean but let me tell you i got this ring and i and then when you know you're talking about how we still having to fight for our own independence and just you know to be women in general and I think about how much how much like crap Cardi and Meg got for that song when it first came out all these like you know people coming out being like oh this is raunchy and wrong and but it's like okay men can sing about anything they want about a woman's body but we can't sing about our own bodies and like self-empowerment like what literally all we're doing is owning our space and saying that you know, we don't have to do anything. And that's problematic to you. I'm sorry. Right. Like, oh, so it's okay for another man to make money talking about my body and talking about what he wants me to do to him and what he wants me to do for him. But I can't say what I want to do with my own body and my free will. Okay. Period. Period. Yeah. Something's not, what's not clicking? What's not clicking? You know? What's not clicking? <laughs> something's <laughs> not clicking. Um, <laughs> But that's such a good point, Lana, because when we sing along to Cardi and Meg's songs, I mean, I feel so empowered and I'm sure you do too. And I'm sure so many women do. It's like, I have a natural body and like, I'm flaunting that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you just get good vibes from both of their songs. I mean, not that you have to even have a natural body or whatever. I'm thinking of Meg in that case. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, Cardi's got her got a boob job and like she don't hide that and right like she's had work done and she's like yeah okay and i it made me feel better if you broke just say that (laughs) (laughs) period so they have done a lot i think but then at the same time her husband cheats on her you know what i mean like yeah we could go into a whole thing but you know that's that's a different conversation (laughs) for a different episode yeah, it could go as it really a whole different episode. A whole but my 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 one snippet I will say with that is I'm a mind my business because oh. yeah. I'm broke is she not? <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, me, no. Let me stay in my tax bracket. <laughs> you know what, period. And I feel like when you have a family, like there's so much other sh- things that are important that I don't know. You could you could say like, oh, if that were me, I would X Y Z, which I feel like I do that a lot. 
because it's in hopes that like I would hope in that situation I wouldn't do that but you never know until you're in that situation and like the feelings the emotions like you said there's so much that goes into it so it's like who are we to judge yeah period that's exactly how I feel but yeah Um, so then she talks about how their romance keeps brewing they're officially start yes they officially started dating the spring of her freshman year and you know she talks about those first three months being a dream they're on the phone all the time they're like paging each other and then they have (laughs) these cassette mixtapes and with all like love people and he was like he oh yeah he told her each song expressed exactly how he felt about her and she memorized every lyric like you know like the yeah the gushy stuff gotta love the honeymoon phase the honeymoon phase yes it's exactly what it is because even like you know she says their first kiss was even like it came out of a romance movie or something and they said i love you and then this i remember the bottom of 46 she says blissfully naively all in they were all in Mm. And she was like, she says, all in meant I didn't meet, I didn't mind that he repeatedly wore the same raggedy burgundy sweatsuit to school, which was shredded at the knee and accessorized with a do-rag and house slippers. She thought it was attractive how little he cared and what people thought of him. And like, you know, all of, like, he kind of he had, he kind of had the bad boy persona going on and like, she was the good girl. Hmm. And yeah, and yeah, she even says that the bad boy mystique just added to his allure. Um, I'm on 57, 47, gosh, 47 if you're following along. Okay, 47. Yeah, his tiny butt cheek <laughs> chewing on a straw. Checking yes. the deuce to the teacher. Yes. And then they were, you know, they just, there's just this puppy love going on right now. I think it's interesting how much ownership she takes over him and, you know, how much pride she takes in her relationship. Like, she really was, I mean, she got chose. Right, right. (laughs) She was one of the chosen. And I feel like she was really just soaking it all in. And maybe it blinded her because it seems like... First love is not always, you know, the most romantic and sweet. Like, he has mood swings mm-hmm. and he plays games. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he does something that I think Bro, is unforgivable. I screamed. I was like, no. I know. I wish I could see it in like. I I some... feel like I saw it in my head playing out as I was reading. I, you're right. I Loki did too. I did not expect it to happen, but when he did, what he did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so let us tell you what he did. Ooh. Whew. First love. First love. Okay, so we're at the bottom of 48. This goes into 49. You know, they had a really heated argument over the phone. And she decided, being the good girl that she was, she was going to hand deliver a homemade meal to his job. Wow. And she, because she said she wanted to surprise him after his shift. And so, that's so sweet. Right. And so she gets her friend to drive her because she doesn't have her license. 
and you know he was a bagger at a supermarket that was me i was that friend <laughs> and she says they waited samurai I just got even more heated and heated the more I read this. She said they waited in the parking lot for hours. Hours. Oh, I hope it was only like two. Please. If it was more than two, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to find this man today. And I'm going to beat his ass. Right. Sorry Sorry to these listeners and to this man who's going to get his ass beat. (laughs) Yes. And then she's waiting in this parking lot. And she's, like, thinking about how this is about to play out. And, you know, she's thinking of this, like, love story. Like, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. You're sorry. We're both sorry. Here's your food. But that is not what happened. So, <laughs> she and she even says, but those visions evaporated right along with my dignity when he finally emerged, accompanied by Zara, one of the cashiers who happened to be a 19-year-old college student, a.k.a. the older girl from work he talked about too much Ooh, and zara she sounds exotic <laughs> i'm so weak so but still she gets out of the car she has the food in her hand she's standing in this parking lot she stands up tall she's smiling she's like trying to hide like her you know envy at that at that point and she says when their eyes met without breaking his stride he walked smooth past me then the boy even had the audacity to chuck up the deuce the deuce (laughs) the deuce like he was her freaking teacher right because she had just talked about or like she was his yeah (laughs) just talked about like he would stroll into class late and chuck up the deuce to the teacher like this is your girl supposedly your girlfriend the person you're in love with and he couldn't even say hey. Right. And she had stood there. She had not only waited for him. Cut the whole You know what I mean? It's like, don't ever catch me doing anything like that ever for a man. Because I will not look stupid. I'm sorry. I've done it too much. <laughs> She's like, I've lived it. Not doing it again. I've looked stupid too many times. It, it's <laughs> like, it hurts no one but yourself. In fact, right. it benefits the other person usually. Right. And so she says case, she watched him get into Zara's car. Her heart exploded, obviously. Oh, and there she baby. was, standing under the streetlights, humiliated, still holding his homemade meal. And she says, to this day, I don't think I've ever cried the way I cried in Tracy's car, her friend's car, that night. Yeah, I, I had to take a pause after I read that whole story because I knew I knew it was going to be something, but that. Mm. Mm. Wow. No, but then the way that we keep going. Right. The way. Whoo. That's not even the worst part of this whole thing. So then she she goes back to the quote from the beginning. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. This is why that first word was so crucial in this quote. Yeah, no, and I just wanted to say that this is, like, her listening to those Beyonce's or, like, whatever, like, that 90s trend of, like, you know, I want, like, a hood dude and I'll be his ride or die, like, girl, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever for you and, like, just put up with anything. Right, but, like, 
yeah but like like, not even just the 90s but like even in current day like we have Gucci Mane and Keisha K.O. or like you know people are like you know quote unquote hood love story but I read this article that I'm going to attach in our notes for this episode but basically Gucci like he cheated on her like he he posted something about their anniversary on Instagram and he was like you know she's been a writer I've been put her through I put her through so much and yeah cheated he was addicted to drugs he went to jail and like she still held him down and people you know some people in the comments were like yeah that's what like do to do good for her that's what i'm gonna do for my man and some people were like should we really be praising you for that like yeah you got better and like you're doing better we hope as of what we know now but we shouldn't be preaching this kind of narrative that you have to go through something in a relationship in order to get to the good side. Yes. And I think that so many women have been fed that type of lie and it is a trap and it is why Elaine stayed. She, I mean, she thought she was this good influence on him and that he would change. And it's exactly what her mom said. Like, unfortunately, as much hope as you want to have, in someone if their actions are not living up to the words that they're speaking as intoxicating as their words might be it's like you've got to cut it off because it's toxic right right but unfortunately we learn in elaine's case it took it took a minute to learn that it, it took a while actually and mm-hmm. she we're on 51 now page 51 and she says she woke up the next day with a heavy heart but she never broke up with him okay Again, I, had to, I had to take another pause because i was pissed <laughs> yeah no it's so upsetting and she's like the grown me wants to yell and like leave now it only gets worse but she says teenage her wanted to commit and she's like you know too many girls make that mistake and she tells herself it hurts but he'll change (laughs) yes exactly you want to hold out hope because you see so much potential in this person and they you know may or may not be making you feel like complete or you know just we get dependent on people and we get comfortable and so i totally understand i've been there and done that and you know as much as it makes me mad it's like this is you like you i i can't even be mad because it's like i've done the same if not worse mm-hmm. right and then okay so we're still on, we're on the bottom of 51 we're about to go into 52 and she says around this time she starts to notice a nice boy with glasses at church his name is Jonathan and he was this really sweet guy and he went to private all boys school like you know she's a good girl he's a good guy and, okay. you know she said but they wouldn't exchange more than smiles and polite greetings for the next decade and you know like you were saying like she talks about um beyonce and her credo was if your status ain't hood i ain't checking for you and like you know she was like it was her i mean they were bonnie and clyde they were bonnie and clyde it was such an aspirational like couple goals type of thing right and you know 
she, you know, nice, I didn't, I don't remember where she says this, but she talks about the bad boy image and how nice guys finish last, which, yeah, that's pretty much what we see in any, like, teenage rom-com. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's upsetting, but... It's sometimes you just have to get that out of your system. Yes, but then, oh my gosh, we get back to first love. And she tells us a story of she's riding in the car with him. First of all, she's mm-hmm. in the back seat and he has a friend in the front seat. And he <laughs> says, PSA, if your boyfriend has you sitting in the back seat for anyone but his mother, he's not the one. Period. The end. Yeah. And, you know, emphasize, bold, all caps. You know, you should be the apple of his eye, his number one. Um, your partner should make you feel like a queen or, you know. Vice versa. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's just the fact that he put her in the back seat, like she was in second place to right. his friend. Something's not adding up. Right. And then like he starts speeding. He's got the windows rolled down. Like, you know, she's getting a little, he's just driving recklessly. She's getting a little worried. And so she says, babe, can you roll up the window? And, you know, he's got music blaring everything and he ignored her. She says, babe, slow down. He drove faster. Uh, <sighs> the disrespect, the, dis- the audacity. The disrespect. Oh my goodness. And then she says they get to their destination and First Love and his friend opened the trunk and they were selling weed. She didn't even know (laughs) that that's what they were like. She didn't even know that was the whole purpose of this ride. Yeah, that's so disrespectful. The fact they put her in a illegal situation right? without telling her it's like she's now an accomplice to this right and didn't even know it i didn't ask for this right and then she said it only gets worse when he goes off to college and you know she says it but it still took me a while to catch on and i was like oh my goodness we're still going you hate to see it you You hate to see it you really i mean it's just like he had no regard for her safety And obviously, like, I mean, he was ignoring her. There's just so many red flags in this case. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of going to summarize, like, the next few stories. um, Just because it kind of, like, it's kind of, you know, the same song and dance that we go through. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all upsetting. It just gets worse and worse and puts her in all of these compromising situations and he actually ends up in jail for a a period of time i'm having ptsd (laughs) oh goodness and even when he got out he was slipping back into his old ways and you know she says after five and a half i'm now on page 60 end of the chapter she says after five and a half years together they had officially and metaphorically written this thing until the wheels fell off and it was and it was time to get out and run my own race in the other direction i'm really glad she got out yeah i am too it's like thank goodness and she says surprisingly it was an uneventful breakup for such a long-term relationship she got into a car crash while driving home from work right after 
And she was less than a mile from her house, making a routine left turn on her way to watch America's Next Top Model with her friend. Mood. And the sunset caught her eye, and she came, and a car came crashing into the passenger side at full speed. Wow. When she opened her eyes, she was across the street, shaken. Her car was totaled, and somehow she survived without a scratch. That just gives me, like, it reminds me of our friend who was just in a car accident. And, you know, I'm thinking of another one of my friends who was recently in a car accident. And she did end up having, like... Major injuries. Major injuries. And, you know, I'm glad that she learned from this situation and, you know, took that as a sign. Like, she was on the wrong path. Mm-hmm. But it really, it just so, it's so scary how, how quick, how quick things can end. And yeah, just make sure you're not living for someone who's not living for you. And that's on what? Barry had a little lamb. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And... And Mary. And, okay, so then she says that her friend came to pick her up from the side of the road. She was rattled, but grateful to be on the other side. And she was grateful for the opportunity to get it right. Grateful for the lesson that life is too short to lose sight of where you're headed. To get distracted by anything that threatens to get in the way of where you're meant to go. And I just have to say, Elaine's storytelling is... mm, impeccable chef's kiss like the way she takes you through a chapter is taking us through this book like mm, i'm i'm can't wait to keep reading can't wait i know i know her life so far has been a whirlwind and you know i think that this is probably a pretty pivotal turning point in the book so i'm excited to see what comes next right and you know i flipped to the next page and chapter six is titled black enough and i was like here we go another too relatable chapter i feel it i feel it yes definitely hey sams hey lana remember how we said i totally have a radio ad voice a showman You know, that will come in handy now that we're looking for sponsors to be featured on the show. You heard it here first. We are now looking for sponsors for the show. Want to have your ad featured on one of our episodes? Check out our sponsorship deck on our website or send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. But anywho, that's the the end of chapter five, people. Yeah. We're in this thing. We are really, well, I was not, I was going to say one half, but we're not one half. We're not, we're not. We're we're like maybe. We've got some time. Yeah, we're maybe like a quarter-ish. We're like a quarter in. I think that's right. Mm Mm-hmm. But she is in high school. Well, now she's in college. And she's in college at the end of this. Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, she she followed him to college. Yes, yes, that was another thing. Forgot about that. That we kind of summarized. We had to summarize in there. She, it just, you know, it went from from worse to worser. (laughs) 
<laughs> Rip. Yeah. But we, you know, you know what I'm going to say. What is she going to say? I'm going <laughs> to tell you that if you have any comments, if you have anything additional to add that we did not talk about on this episode, or if you have a first love story that's similar to Elaine's, worse than Elaine's, better than Elaine's, all the stories, we'll take them at QA at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can talk about it in our Facebook group. Oh, by the way, are you in our Facebook group? If you're not, you should get there. And yeah, I think I did. I, oh, P.O. Box. We got that. P.O. Box. That's up on Instagram. If you need the address to that, send us all the things. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube to stay in the loop of all things She Well Read. And remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to SheWellReadQA at gmail.com. And for any business inquiries, send us an email to SheWellRead at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. And subscribe to us on any platform you listen to podcasts. We love you. Thanks again. Bye.